We're in love, don't judge. We've had some amazing couples in. It's those couples that you might meet on the street and you go, oh my God, that looks so weird. And that is you judging. We thought if you get to know them, maybe it would change your mind. So we've had couples with disabilities who've got married and the things that they have to deal with. And also cousins that got married. Here are a few of them. Steph, Abby and Matt, we're in love, don't judge. You can't help who you fall in love with. Yeah, we're in love, don't judge. You know what, as humans, we are judgmental people because we compare ourselves to others and we are talking to couples at the moment who sometimes do feel judged by society and this morning we're joined by Katie and Jimmy. Good morning. Morning. You guys are going to make me cry because you like grabbed each other's hand for a little bit of comfort. (laughs) It's a little scary in here. I know. It shouldn't be, but it was just really beautiful to see people in love. Your story is you are both in wheelchairs. Mm-hmm. How long have you been together? Uh, since 2014. Yeah. And do you feel that people look at you when they see that you're in a couple and you're both in wheelchairs? Can you feel people talking about you behind your back? Oh, yeah. Like, sometimes it's not even necessarily talking, but just the way they look at you, you just see it in their eyes. They're just like, you know, like it, it's strange to see two people in a wheelchair together. Like... Mm. It's hard enough with one person being in a wheelchair and having a partner that's walking around next to them. But Mm. I think, you know, and that's kind of gets a fair bit of judgment. But Jimmy and I both being in wheelchairs, uh, all of a sudden it just poses way too many questions. Like, how do you do that? How, what are you doing? You know, what capabilities do you actually have? Would there be some people that would just assume though that you were in the same accident at the same time or or Uh, something like that? Would that happen? Yeah. Um, I never actually thought about that uh, for a while, and we kept getting asked a question. I'm like, I don't know why people are so confused by explaining my story. It's never happened before. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, they think we're in the same accident. Oh, no. Because <laughs> you both uh, are paraplegics as a result of car accidents Correct. separate yeah. times, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, right. Um, is it true that you were helping him out? Was he a client of yours? <laughs> yeah, so I work uh, in one of the hospitals here in Brisbane in the spinal injuries unit and at the time um, when I first met him he had just had his injury and yeah I'm a peer support officer uh, so I was offering support for you know a newfound disability. I mean we didn't get together for quite some time after that uh, but yeah that is how I met him. She didn't kind of like take to my Smooth words from the beginning. <laughs> She's like, you've gone through a trauma. <laughs> just be, yeah. it, you know, five years of, of complimenting her all the time. Like, slowly I think he called himself away. the silver tongue cowboy or something like kind of close to oh, that. He's like, I'm <laughs> so I'm originally from North Queensland. So like, you know, when I come down this way, I, I come from where there's pretty much nothing. Like I worked on cattle properties. So, you know, I, I come into the city and I was just like, oh. She rolled into my room and I was like, hi, how are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> so you also have children? We do. Yeah. yeah. And I guess the question that you would always get posed as well is, was that all natural? Mm-hmm. We, like, separately we get asked questions like, oh, you know, can you have kids and everything? But I think when you put um, two people in a wheelchair together, you're just like, well, how the hell do you even do that? But yeah. uh, our child that we have together is um, through IVF. But that was mainly because um, spinal cord injury sort of slows things down a little bit as far as um, the little swimmers. I like also... to call them Homer Simpsons, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> don't, 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 don't. yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm pushing the big four O, so right. I don't have a lot of time to hang around and wait for things to be successful. So we just went straight to IVF. And did you get 
funny looks being in a wheelchair and pregnant? Actually, <laughs> she didn't even really look pregnant, to be honest. Like, <laughs> didn't even have a massive stomach or anything. Like, you know, we we're trying to do like the the baby bump photos yeah. and everything. It's like, yeah. push it out. Like, <laughs> you can't see. But I think people's opinion on um, me being in a wheelchair and being pregnant, so this would be my third pregnancy. And yeah, people's opinions can range from being very supportive, but also asking how I could be so selfish to have mm. children when I can't even look after myself. Right. You know, but that's obviously their opinion because they don't understand what disability is. Yeah. So when you say when you get, you know, you're talking about strange looks and stuff like that, or people, do people actually make those comments to your, to your face? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because they mean well. Yeah. And, and they just don't understand. It's it's their own reality, and they don't know how offensive it is. And I guess. And I guess the, they go, "Oh my god, you know what? I'm struggling to have kids, and I find it so difficult. Yeah, it how must can be you so actually much do it worse so, for you? Yeah, yeah right. You know, yeah." Um, and you're like, no, you know what? I've got this. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And that's, I guess, you know, along the way, after having you know, an injury and living with a disability, you learn really quickly that you have to sort of throw positivity over the top of it. Like, you know, I hear your really, you know, inconsiderate, rude comment. Mm. Um, but here, let me like, you know, fluff it over with some, some positive information to help you sort of move on with your day and not say something so rude again. Yeah. yeah. In the early days, you know, uh, it can actually be really detrimental, mm. you know, to, to someone who's just had a new injury. You know, if someone coming across something like that, it just, it scars you. You know, I remember with my first pregnancy, like some of the things that I heard was just like, you know, how can I even be in a relationship? How can someone actually love me? Because, you know, I'm, I don't have very much to give. I think it's kind of maybe the older population, um, the younger generation really seems to be quite open to a lot of things. Um, and, you know, you can get some high fives along the way. But, you know, just as, as things sort of start to progress and you get better with your disability, you can obviously um, react a little bit better. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Stab Abby and Matt, we're in love. Don't judge. You can't help who you fall in love with. We're chatting with Katie and Jimmy. They are a couple, they are married and they have children and they are both in wheelchairs. Yeah, uh, they're, they're back in with us right now. You guys have said that there's lots of strange things that people say to your faces. Yeah. So what are the comments that you're over? What do you hear all the time? Uh, I'm over. The, the biggest one that I'm, I'm really over is when we're in the shopping centre, just like, you know, pushing around. Like, we always get... Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. Good oh, for you. are you two having a race? Oh, like, wow. Are you two having a race? Okay, um, sorry. Brisbane, if you're listening and you see Jimmy and I together, we are not having a race. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> like, wow. That one's like, you know, not really like uh, judging on us, but it's just like, it's we're just, just pushing. Like, yeah. why yeah. Why would we be racing? Like, you're walking next to your husband and you two having yeah. a race? Like, You'd be yeah. like, just because yeah, so we were having wheels? a race, I'd be so far you, out in front. Yeah. So. Yeah. And you feel like looking at someone at the shops just walking and going, good for you. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> you're going out there and doing. Yeah, you got out of bed this morning. <laughs> good for you. I guess one of the things is, like, you know, it's difficult sometimes because. I kind of feel like I should have the right to just have a relationship with my husband mm. and you know it shouldn't really be a big deal when I hold his hand or give him a kiss or you know he <laughs> I mean he's over uh, what is it like with, with PDAs like yeah, affectionate, you know, affectionate over affectionate, over affectionate yeah. thank you um, now you're making it sound like I'm clingy groovy yeah. <laughs> 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 um, hey, you know sometimes I'm just like eek people are watching uh, like you, know, and it, you can feel people kind of going like oh what are you two doing mm. like you know eek like Two people disabled kissing, mm. like woo up. Yeah. Do you taboo? Do you think though, if you were in a wheelchair and you were, I guess, trying to be intimate with someone, like just say you went to a nightclub and mm -hmm. you're trying to pick up someone who was not in a wheelchair, mm -hmm. 
I think people would still have strange comments about that as well. Like, oh, definitely. So, you know, prior to my marriage and everything, you know, I've been there, done that kind of thing. Like, you know, it's a complete different world to, you know, yeah. normality. Like, I think a lot of people sit there and think, oh, you're in a wheelchair, so, you know, you're completely a safe zone kind of thing. So, yeah. like, you know, chicks would just, like, sit on my lap and stuff and think that, you know, I'm... I, I'm like, you don't I'm, have those urges anymore. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Like, I'm sorry, I'm still like every other guy. Are you yeah. coming home with me? Or yeah. what's, what's, what's going on here? Yeah. Like, you know, so, yeah, it, it is a little strange. Yeah. I think you kind of need to, like, push through those barriers super quick as well. Like, you know, if you are trying to pick someone up, you know, you want to quickly just push through that, look, I don't want to start a relationship with you so that you're my carer. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Which I guess is kind of one of the boundaries that we straight away push away. Yeah. Which is like, because Jimmy can't really be my carer if he's already in a wheelchair as mm. well. So we kind of, you know, screw that idea up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you guys don't even seem like you need carers, are you? No. Getting no. around. Um, so. Well, we... everyone's different, but for yeah. ourselves, yeah, yeah we don't. We yeah. don't need carers. Yeah, like. I mean, okay. someone to reach the top shelf every now and then would be nice. But... <laughs> Which is that at her house too? Don't worry about that. I, yeah, I do. I know. It, for me, it's the same at a supermarket. I ask first someone next to yeah. me. Yeah. Um, but how, do, how have you structured your house? Because you, you've got older children. We do. Yeah. So have you have you structured it that there are still things that are quite high up that you might need mm. assistance with? The we usual tried. stuff like Christmas stuff or yeah, you know yeah. presents that you, well, you always need storage. You don't have enough storage, do you? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Every, exactly. Apart from that, everything else is down low, which is a pain in the ass sometimes because like. Our light switches are down low. Mm. Our two-year-old can reach those now, <laughs> oh and it's just God. like three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, it turns right. goes through the whole house, turns all the lights on. <laughs> it's like, oh, frig's sake! <laughs> <laughs> so, what would be the the one message that you would like to get out to people about your relationship? Giving us like I have family and friends that already sort of know us and know what we're capable of. Instead of seeing what it is that we can't do, maybe be a little bit more open to what it is that we can do or what we're trying to do at the time. Mm. You know, if we're at the shopping centre and, you know, we're trying to discipline or catch our two-year-old, no, we don't need help. We're just in the middle of parenting at the moment. Yeah. Or, mm. you know, if we're holding hands or, you know, we're not having a race, we're not we're not Ooh. doing whatever it is a lot of people think we're doing. Mm. We're just living life just like everybody else is. I have one other thing. If you see us at a fuel station and Katie's getting her chair out of the car and I'm just sitting in the passenger seat, oh. I get so many people looking at me like, you're such an ar- uh, you're such a, like, why don't you get out and fuel the car up or get her chair for us? Yeah. And I'm just like... Uh, Do I need to wave a sign? I'm disabled. She's got to learn, guys. She's got to learn. Before we did pull up, we rocked off as to who was going to get out and fuel the car up. And obviously, I've drawn the short straw. Yeah. So, like, you know, we both get (laughs) in and out of the car. Don't always presume things. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, but people just at the servo just look at you like, and I'm like, I'm not a bad person. <laughs> I'm not lazy. I'm not lazy. She lost rock, paper, scissors. Exactly. There's nothing I can do. <laughs> uh, well, uh, we're in love, don't judge. Uh, Katie and Jimmy, thank you for coming in. The whole point of this is to share people's stories. So I think, you know, the world, a lot of the time, we don't want to ask questions of people. So we do say dumbass things like, are you having a race? Mm-hmm. So uh, <laughs> thank you very much for coming in and, and sharing your relationship with us this morning. Thank you. Thank you. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. I mean.
Dev, Abby and Mets, we're in love. Don't judge. You can't help who you fall in love with. Yeah, this is going to probably be one of our most controversial topics out of all of the we're in love, don't judge uh, couples that we speak to. But I think this is a really important one because there are so many questions mm. about this relationship. Kirsty and Lyle join us this morning. They are married and they are cousins. Good morning. Good morning. I don't think people realise and people might look and go, oh, it's illegal, but I'm a marriage celebrant and we've always learned that first cousins, there's absolutely nothing wrong with them getting married, but it's just our society that goes, oh, wait a minute, that's a bit different. So tell us your story. How did you first know that there was feelings for each other? Well, I don't, I can't speak for Lyle, but for me it was just there. It was like one day I looked at him and he wasn't my cousin anymore. He was this person that I had feelings for. Yeah, same, pretty much the same sort of thing. I mean, like, we didn't grow up together. Kirsty was in Perth, I was in Queensland and Melbourne. And when we were much older that we sort of met up again. And, yeah, it was basically we are old enough then to know, you know, what we're into with the opposite sex and and we sort of realised, oh, hang on, there's something here. And I think because we didn't grow up together, we never really grew up with that family mentality at all. Mm, yeah, right. Um, we've talked to a few couples. One, uh, two were that the couple were in a wheelchair. There's been age differences. Ones that you can't hide from society. But you guys would probably not have so much problems with society. It would be more your fam, your close family that would be giving you the issues about your relationship, right? Yeah, when we first got together, there was a lot of issues with the family. But, I mean, we've got such a big family that we don't actually see them as often as some other families might see their relatives. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of easier in a way that we don't have as much contact with them. What is it? Is it that people are like, it's incest? Yes. Yeah. In one word, yes. (laughs) When you told your family, and I know your mum was quite upset about it, Kirsty, when you said... We are together, we're in love. What were the words that your mother said? Um, She didn't actually say anything um, to begin with. She actually started crying, but then um, she was more like, oh, it's wrong, you shouldn't be together, he's your family, it's disgusting, those kinds of things. And it did hurt a little because my mum was my best friend, she still is my best friend. Mm. But at the time, it's really hurtful, especially when it's your parent and all we wanted to do was be happy and be together, and then you've got these family members, especially your parents, going, no, you can't do that, it's disgusting, that's so wrong. What about with children? Have you guys got children? Yes. Yes, because no doubt a lot of people would have been concerned about um, two genes that are quite similar, but I don't know if a lot of people are aware that you probably have the same amount of risk as someone who is a geriatric mum. That's what they told. Like, I remember reading that in the forms. Yeah, that's right. Do, do the doctors give you risks when you go in there? No, it's as I said, the, the risks, it's the same sort of risk that any person would have of their kids developing diabetes or mm. having, you know, um, a disorder of some variety, anything like that, there's no greater risk than any other nor- like normal couple, mm. as everyone puts it, yeah. Yeah. of their child developing some sort of issue or problem when they grow up. And it's that, like 1%, the, I think they yeah, say. Yeah, and that's yeah. the exact reason why, yeah, it's, why it's legal. It's minimal, yeah. 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 My favourite quote here on my information I've got from you guys is where it says, so many people said that it wouldn't last. And those people are mostly divorced. <laughs> Correct. Very and, true. A lot of these people, a lot of these people that were quick to judge, um, are all divorced now. What about your 
dads. I believe, Lau, your dad has sadly passed away? Correct, yeah. Kirsty, your dad is still alive, and I guess it's his brother's son that you married. Is he accepting mm-hmm. of it? Um, I haven't spoken to him in nearly 12 years. Oh. As a result of it? Yes. Okay. Mm. So yeah. we're speaking to Kirsty and Lyle, who are uh, uh, first cousins. They're married. They have children together. They're in love. Uh, we're not judging. We're just trying to understand them this morning. Can I ask you about the first night that you were intimate together? Was that different to other experiences because you guys were cousins? Or had you? Did, was the conversation different? No, no, no. It was. Um, I. I mean, what people don't realise is that we don't walk around all day looking at each other, going, "Oh my God, he's my cousin. No. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, my husband. Yeah. I'm his wife." Yeah. So, yeah. for us, yeah. an intimate relationship was exactly the same. I just wonder whether it was a little bit more taboo for you, or something that you guys at that time you go, "Oh, people aren't going to accept this, so we shouldn't be doing it." Did it have that vibe to it at all? Um, not for me. I don't know about Lyle. No, no. no. As I said, I was, I was. Obviously, a few years older, so you know I had, I guess, a little, a little less concern about what people were thinking of it or if there was any issues. And I think I just sort of went with it, just looked at it as a female and not as my cousin. Cause <laughs> yeah, obviously, and- I hadn't. You know, it had been probably ten years since I'd last seen her, so I mean, she was just a, a female. Because <laughs> you guys met up again at an auntie's funeral. Yes. <laughs> so what, you broke up for a while. Is that what happened? Or? Well, we weren't really together. Okay. It was just we spent a lot of time talking on, you know, that thing called MSN. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So we spent a lot of time talking, and it was only when we got back together, like we saw each other again at our auntie's funeral, and that's when things really started going, okay, there is something here. We'll see where it goes. It wasn't, wasn't the night of the funeral, was it? No. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, apparently that's for real. In grief, people yeah. find oh, comfort. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. don't say, oh, yeah, like that, love. <laughs> We're in love. Don't judge. Right now we're talking to Kirsty and Lyle. They are first cousins. They have children together. They are married. Um, we've got more questions for them when we come back. At any point, did they think about ending the relationship um, because of the judgment they were receiving? We're going to find out when we come back here at Hit 105. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Stab Abby and Matt, we're in love. Don't judge. You can't help who you fall in love with. Thank you to Kirsty and Lyle who join us on the phone this morning. They are first cousins. They are married. They have children. We're discussing their relationship. Did you guys ever think that this is wrong and try and stop the relationship at any point? Oh, yeah, that happened a lot. Okay. And that was more on my end than Lyle's end because, you know, being older, he was just like, you know, I don't care. But whereas I was like, oh, we really shouldn't be doing this because it had been ingrained in us. Like, I don't know about Lyle, but for me, with my family, hmm. it's like, they're your family, don't touch type thing. Yeah. 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 And what would you say, because I'm sure there's, you know, probably cousins that are going down this track at the moment who are listening and there'd be people who uh, judge them and whatever. What's your message to people who are listening to this right now? Go for it and be happy. We are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just be true to yourself. Don't worry about anyone else. Do your fr- your current workplaces and everyone know the situation of, of where you're at? 
Well, I don't work. I stay home, but Lyle works. So. Yeah. Some some of my workmates do know, mm-hmm. um, but it's not like we openly going around going, yeah. hey, I'm Lyle, you know, I'm married my cousin. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> Why not Lyle? Yeah. Come on. You know? yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, if it falls into conversation, like, or if it comes up, then I'll tell people. I have no, no problem yeah. doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and yeah, like, I work, I work um, at a place that has uh, a large Turkish uh, background, mm-hmm. and obviously, you know, in those sorts of countries, it's still uh, the norm, and a lot of a lot of them are still married to their cousins as well, mm-hmm. so yeah, they okay, right. can understand completely. Would you be a little bit shocked if one of your children developed feelings mm-hmm. for their cousin? No, because our oldest daughter is, at the moment, uh, more interested in the girls than the boys. Ah, right. Okay, so, yep. And that's not a concern that we have. What about the the wedding itself? Did you get married in a Catholic church? Because I imagine you'd have to discuss that with the celebrant. We didn't get married in a church. We um, only got married a couple of years ago in 2017, so it's only very recently that we've been married. And, no, we just went to the celebrant, and when we filled out all the paperwork, she looked through it, and she goes, okay, you're related, you're cousins, that's fine. That yeah. was the gist of it. Yeah, it's, it, there's a section for it, like yeah. at the top of it. Yeah. It's just like, are you yeah. related, tick? And I have to say, that's there because it's more common than what you think. It's think, just yeah. that people might not admit it, like Lila and Kirsty have. Yeah. But the box is there for a reason. Yeah. And in the Catholic Church, they're actually more used to it. Yeah. But no, but they're I not. mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. it is there because it happens. But I, you couldn't say it's as common as a... Like, have you, you've never married any cousins before? I've, I've, I've had a lot of... Requests, yeah, requests yeah. that come up. But, but it, would, um, it would be something I but imagine. But in religions, it's more accepted, is what I'm saying. Mm, oh no, totally. Yeah. Mm. It, it, Lyle's just saying mm. that he works with a Muslim guy who does yeah. it. But but I imagine yeah. there'd be some people who would be faced with um, they're they're not okay with doing it. So I just wondered whether you had met a celebrant who went, I don't want to marry you for that for that reason. Our original celebrant was a bit funny about it. He still agreed to marry us, but he was a bit funny about it. And then we had some uh, scheduling conflicts, so we had to change celebrant. Oh, right, okay. Would you, was that with him? Do you think he did that? Uh, no, it was my fault. I gave him the wrong time on the wrong okay. day. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair yeah, I guess what you're saying, though, Maddie, is there's still that people that can't get out of their head that it's incest. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Although mm-hmm. it's legal and everything, and, uh, yeah. you are going to have people who won't accept it, and that would be hard for you to... Or, or maybe it's not hard for you to go, well, I don't want you to marry us then. Yeah, it's, there's bound to be plenty of them out there. I mean, like, we still have family now that have a group, like, settled and gone, okay, yeah, all right, fair enough. You two are happy. You know, there's nothing wrong. You've shown us that, you know, it's not legal, uh, legal or anything like that. But they do, a lot of them do still sort of harbour, I guess, some ill feeling toward it and mm. still have that that little bit of uncertainty about the whole thing. Mm. Mm. And especially you guys get to actually show your kids family photos of you as kids together. Mm. Mm. Well, not really, because we didn't really grow up together. Oh, you didn't see? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, there is a couple of photos of us together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I just just watched some stand-up the other night where the guy said if if you're against um, cousins in relationships, the only reason you say that is because you don't have a hot cousin, so you guys must be pretty (laughs) pretty hot. (laughs) 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 Not to mention... No fight at Christmas time with whose family they're going to go and visit and have Christmas with. There are so many perks to this. Yes, that's what <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> uh, well, guys, look, um, 
we really appreciate you coming on. We know that this uh, was was hard for you guys to come on the air and discuss, um, and we do appreciate it. Kirsty and Lyle, you guys are first cousins. You're married. You have children. You're in love, and you're asking people not to judge. So thank you for sharing your story this morning. No worries. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Abby and Matt, we're in love, don't judge. You can't help who you fall in love with. We're in love, don't judge. Not everyone is the same. And uh, people love all different types of people and they get together in all different types of ways. And this is all about understanding things. We want to get to know them better. And we're joined by a beautiful couple, a couple, Maddie and Riley. Morning. Good morning. Good morning. Why is your relationship different than most? Our relationship, I suppose, can be classified as a bit different because Riley is transgender, so that means that Riley was born female and um, transitioned to male. And also, uh, I guess I am a lesbian, now in a heterosexual relationship. So, yeah, it's a bit different. Did you meet Maddie when Riley was a female? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, so we we met on Tinder and... (laughs) I met Riley as a female and we started dating for a few months and then, um, you know, I think we had a bit of like a what would you do if scenario and Riley said, you know, what would you do if I was transgender? I was like, oh, that's fine. Like, whatever. You know, that's great. And then um, it opened that conversation. Yeah, we went from there and I became more comfortable and then started watching videos online about other people and their transitioning and Maddie got real on board with it. Yeah, I was doing a lot of research. I'm like, ooh, hormone replacement therapy. Can I say, Riley, you look... Like a dude. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like if, if no one had said no, to me that yeah. you were transgender, yeah. I'd be like, you were born you can, a man, you've been a man your entire totally. life. You can That's probably it. grow a better beard than me. Oh. I'm a little bit pissed off, to be honest. But now <laughs> I just realised, this is different for you because yeah. now you are with someone who has a beard yeah. and being a lesbian... You might not be used to the transition. Totally. Yeah. And it like was, a yeah. hairy stomach. I've got a very hairy stomach as well. So, <laughs> yeah. like, it's like, because I, I got a bit nervous too, like, because mm. I'm, um, I guess it was like when my voice changed, you got pretty upset. Yeah, that's it. Like, yeah. I think, like, it was a challenge. Um, but the, I guess the most challenging part was actually going from hearing one voice every day, good morning, yeah, babe, love you, to sort of it changing to being a lower male voice. So yeah. that was challenging for me. But otherwise, Riley has been the same across the whole time I've known him. So it was kind of, it wasn't too difficult to adjust. Yeah. Um, but definitely a struggle being seen as um, a straight woman in a heteronormative relationship yeah. now. Yeah. In your community? <laughs> yeah, people are like, yeah. okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah totally. I'm kind of like, yeah. I just need to like wrap the like pride flag around me and be like, <laughs> actually, <laughs> you know. So, yeah. Yeah, it, it changed in terms of my identity, mm. but... Yeah, I guess Maddie, your family, um, you would have had to have come out to them as lesbian, yeah, and then you would have introduced your girlfriend, and then you mm-hmm. would have had to have then gone to your family, like you would have mm-hmm. Riley to talk to your family about yeah. it, and then like it, that's another whole step to go through after yeah. all of that already. Totally, yeah, yeah it was. Um, luckily, my I mean, my mom and my brother were super supportive, and they were very open minded, so it wasn't really that challenging but I know that's not always the case Mm. in these Mm. scenarios and it can get pretty nasty so I feel like I'm a bit lucky in that regard. How has your relationship coped with the hormone changes? Like you (laughs) taking the tablets I can imagine could be quite different or maybe even binding if you are doing of your breast can be quite painful. Yeah. How are you going with the physical changes? Yeah, so um, every eight weeks it's a a big injection for me Um, so I get it in 
My yeah, in the butt basically. I get do you do it if you're angry with him? <laughs> oh, I can still get my doctor to do it. Yeah, I'm, right. There's so many people that do it themselves, but you I can't, can't do it. Yeah. Like, there's no way because you've got to go through the muscle. Um, but I'll tell you what, the most challenging thing for me, and I've noticed in our relationship, is when I'm low on testosterone, I am a monster. Oh, so yeah. You're yeah. angry. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because if you imagine the testosterone actually basically will come, uh, like it will go higher than the estrogen yeah. in your body, so you're still producing estrogen. Um, and then what happens is when that starts to go lower, mm. you actually, the estrogen will go up, and then my hormones will just go wild. Right. So it's like a man period yeah. for a week. And a half. <laughs> <laughs> have you have you found any uh, mental changes in your transition? Because I think you were telling me, Abby, was it Chaz? Sure, yeah. yeah Chaz I was talking Bono. about Cher's son. Oh, yeah. And wrote a book about it. Yeah. And I was reading the book and it was so fascinating saying all of a sudden he couldn't he couldn't tolerate how much women talked. Whoa. Where before he always he did. Like and it was, it was and, like chit chat that yeah. he wasn't really used to. Have you noticed any? Any like mental changes? Oh, yeah. Be careful times. how you answer this. Yeah, it's I know. Rough, rough time of okay. life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, actually, yeah, I have noticed a lot of things. Like, I cry less. Yeah. Um, I can, I'm still emotional thinking, but I'm more logical thinking. What What is your take? I'd love to hear your take on it, Maddie. I like, think, yeah, less emotional. Yeah. Um, this is going to sound really, like, I don't mean to be no, horrible, be but just yeah. a bit more, like, simple. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> like, just very, like, black and white rather than sort of, like, delving into, like, yeah. the, yeah. yeah. So if Maddie was crying, I'd be like... How do we fix this? Yes. Yeah, quickly yeah. fix this so we can go back to watching Netflix. So yeah, yeah it'd be hey, like welcome to the yeah. <laughs> which such is a yeah, <laughs> which yeah. But I, I love like I do miss one thing being transgender is having just instant friendship with women and their instant trust because right. now I have to work for that trust because oh, yeah. I um because you you do look exactly like a man. You've always yeah. been a man. Do you get the sense of women being threatened by you, like women crossing the yeah. street, thinking that you could possibly be an attacker? Yep. Yeah. And it makes me it makes me so sad because it's like the absolute opposite to mm. what I am. Like, yeah. And I've been there as, as well, like a vulnerable woman um, on the streets, so I totally relate to how they would be feeling. So it's almost like, you've, yeah, you just got to kind of respect and just be like, I just have to take it slow. And that's one thing I found the most challenging. Mm. So just got to take my time and build trust. And, and then kind of Maddie having Maddie there is kind of like a, like a bit of a golden ticket. I get in the girl crowd. They're like, Oh, oh okay. He's dating Maddie. He's okay. You feel mm. relaxed straight away. Yeah. yeah. Right. And we, it shouldn't be the case yeah. for us females. We shouldn't get our back up, but I yeah. think it's just, we're, we're learned to, mm. to not walk in the street at dark yeah. and, mm-hmm. you know, carry your keys in between your fingers in yeah. case there's a tacker, which as a guy, I don't think you, you would walk down the street and think no. that. No. No. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Stab Abby and Matt, we're in love. Don't judge. You can't help who you fall in love with. If you think your relationship's a little bit out of the norm, we'd love to get to know you and share your story. Give us a buzz now, 13 10 60 to be a part of this segment. Right now we're chatting with Riley and Maddie who started their relationship both as females and then Riley transitioned into a male. So Maddie, how has it been for you? Have you had to fall in love twice? Tell me. Um, <laughs> I think yes in a way because you know when I met you when I met you Riley like at the start like it was uh you know you looked 
like different、mm. and so I've had to like learn all the you know learn to love all of your new changes and your facial hair、mm. and you know you've got big shoulders now and all of these different parts of your body so I think so I think that's nice though yeah that's yeah, right yeah. yeah that's cool yeah I have a, a question that I know our listeners are in their cars right now they they want to know they, but no one would want to ask、um, sexually mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. it gets to that.、Um, Are things gonna? Ch- how far are you going to change? Because Maddie, you you are lesbian, and if you were to have surgery, yeah, that would be a massive hurdle to get over. That's something I really would love, like to get phalloplasty. It's not in my、um, foreseeable future because of the price. It's a hundred thousand. So, and that's three stages, and those three stages are intense, right? Like, very, very invasive. very invasive, and I just I don't. Actually, know if I could do it personally because of the pain and everything, but definitely chest surgery.、Um, and I can't wait. I think Maddie, like, I, sorry to speak on your behalf, but I think she would be happier because I would be happier、mm. in my body. I、mm. wouldn't have to, you know, run. Um, around putting clothes on and like having or chucking a binder on, which I hate wearing.、Yeah. So yeah. you'd feel like yeah. you, yeah, yeah, yeah. it'd feel like me, and I'd feel so much more confident. So I think Maddie like would probably agree with that.、Mm. But as for fallow plasty,、um, I would love to if they advance, like if they were a bit more advanced.、Um, but I guess there's also like prosthetics and things like that,、yeah. and that is also comes with like probably taking it slow and. Adjusting to、mm. that and being respectful about that and doing、mm. it in a really respectful way, like yeah. And you're probably how do、yeah. you think about? Well, I think you, I think you're right, like spot on. Like if you're more comfortable, then I'm more comfortable. And I guess like being like a social worker and having like those kinds of values in my sort of in my values base, I'm very open. I'm a very open person, and so it's really not too much of an issue with me. Like. Um, yeah. You know, our connection comes first, so、yeah. not your parts.、So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I like that.、Yeah. I like、cool. that. You guys should have that on your wedding day. Yeah. yeah, we should. <laughs> I really like that. That's very cool.、Yeah. You're you do a dodgeball team, transformers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, that, is that with transgender? Yeah, people? totally. Yeah,、cool? Maddie and I、um, started it like. Three years ago,、oh, like two years ago, two,、like、yeah, a while ago. Of course, the man doesn't know exactly how long they've been doing it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's something. It's so much fun. So,、mm. yeah, I just like、um, I was pretty depressed at the start because there was nothing out there, and I didn't fit into the groups that were out there, like support、yep. groups. Like I found it wasn't age appropriate. It wasn't.、Um, It was it was just one thing that in common. So I'm like, there needs to be something else, and we had a lot of conversations about it. And I love dodgeball, and we're like, let's do this. Maddie helped me start it, and it's been going, and it's been such a success. So that's awesome. Yeah, we、mm. love playing dodgeball with everyone, <laughs> and. Just having fun and absolutely,、yeah. and if anyone out there wants to come join, yeah, please, please hit us up. Like、yeah. it's just down the road. So, um, but yeah, and it's for transgender people, partners of transgender people, and allies. So anyone in the LGBTIQ community can come on and play.、Mm-hmm. Like it's just fun. The only rule is just to respect everyone. You guys are so sweet. Oh, oh thank you. <laughs> thank you.、Yeah. <laughs> I love when you're like, I want to hear your response to this.、Yeah. I'm like,、yeah. I hope you guys have talked about it. Yeah, that's <laughs> interesting. Have they had this conversation? <laughs> yeah. Well, Riley and Maddie,、uh, we're in love. Don't judge.、Um, thank you so much for coming in, Riley. Born a, a woman, now a man, and of course, Maddie. 
Born a woman, still a woman. Still a woman, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so passe. Um, <laughs> it does sound like that, doesn't it? But we appreciate you coming in and sharing your story. Oh, uh, thanks for having us. Thank you for having yeah. us. Uh, it's Stab, Abby and Matt here at Hit 105. Stab!